Good morning, Bucknoners. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, November 6th, 2023. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Dan Rubin. A lot to get into before we get into matters of Ohio State football. We'll let you guys know about one of our great sponsors we've been telling you about, Manscaped. It's not a bird. It's not a plane. It's a ball trimmer sent from space. <laughs> Gentlemen, our friends over at Manscaped have been working night and day to bring you a below-the-waist grooming experience like none other than their brand new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. We're talking about a next generation trimmer with interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine. Upgrade your grooming game to the Ultra Sphere this year by going to Manscaped for 20% off plus free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS. High tech for low places, Manscaped. AI is cool, but I think this might be the biggest technological advancement the world has ever seen. Again, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS at manscaped.com. I can promise you've never seen a ball trimmer look like a spaceship. Get yours today from our folks at Manscaped. All right, Dan Rubin. Yes, sir. BUCKNUTS and Manscaped. A match made in heaven, uh, dare I say. (laughs) All right, let's get to it. I'm going to start with some recruiting. Devin Sanchez has been... um, Crystal ball to the Buckeyes by somebody named the Dean of Ohio State football recruiting, Bill Curlick, Devin Sanchez, five-star corner, number one corner in the country in the 2025 class. I love this, Dan. This is tremendous. Um, Deetra and uh, the whole crew who sometimes join us here on the show, we are thrilled to see that Bill has rolled the crystal ball. Can't say I'm shocked. He had a tremendous visit here a couple weekends ago. Um, you're talking about six foot two about 170 pounds, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite, the number one corner in the United States and the number two player in the state of Texas. Just think about that for a second in terms of recruiting prowess, people. Um, And we're talking about he could be the lead dog in a gathering of cornerbacks. Keep in mind, they've already got Blake Woodby out of uh, St. Francis. you got Dorian Brew, uh, Devin McNutt in the mix. uh, Trey McNutt, excuse me. some really incredible players on the list, but Devin Sanchez, the number one corner in the United States, also six foot two cover corner does it all. Um, you want to talk about a prototype. You've got it right here. Even better comes from North shore in Houston. Um, I'm unfortunately a Dallas Cowboys fan and the guy who hosts the post game show there is also their main high school guy. And he talked about when you see Duncanville, Texas, play North Shore on the field, you feel like you're at an NFL game. This guy is coming battle-tested. So uh, this is as good a news as you can get to start a Monday. Um, Keep in mind, the Pac-12 teams that are coming, for the most part, are not ground-and-pound teams. You're going to see a lot of four or five receiver sets, and recruiting uh, corners is starting to look like the way we recruit wide receivers. So uh, the future is extremely bright, and there's no brighter way to start it than with uh, Devin Sanchez if the crystal ball rolls true. And we know the Dean does not roll one unless uh, he thinks it's going to land in Columbus. So very great news to start your Monday. Totally not what everyone else is talking about. We'll just talk about that. And trust me, my friends, Sue and others that have asked, we will get into the Michigan stuff later and give our thoughts on that. I don't know if something's going to happen today, but it wouldn't shock me. We'll get into that later. I do want to look back on Ohio State's win against Rutgers, look ahead to the Michigan State game. Um, 
Travion Henderson, man, I, I just, Ooh. man, he's added a different element to this offense. Let's hope he can stay healthy because he's he's a dude. And Josh Proctor, that's another one. I think a lot of Buckeye fans have owe Travion Henderson apology, and a lot of Buckeye fans owe Josh Proctor an apology. I've said it myself. I said it, I, I this is the first year I didn't talk up Josh Proctor. In fact, I even said I can't imagine the light turning on for him suddenly as a sixth year senior. Well, I was wrong, and I'm happy to eat that crow. Travion Proctor, they're just playing at a high level, man. I'll start with Proctor. I think he's healthy. You know, he, he's battled injuries a lot of the time. He's been here for a position like that where you're basically asking a lot of your body contact-wise. I can see how injuries would limit you. Um, it also sh- shows that the guys who stick it out here do tend to be successful. Um, I get that everyone who comes to Ohio State is like a legend in their town, and it becomes trendy now to say for the next three years I'll be playing for Ohio State or you know one of the other schools you go to where you're expected to be an early entry. But the guys who stick it out, the guys who – don't give up on the process who at some point in time probably, you know, felt like they should transfer. I mean, keep in mind, we're doing this. This is happening in the era of the transfer portal where where leaving is easy, not just, uh, you know, threatened all the time. You can just step out and boogie anytime you want. Um, I think it's just great. I also think it probably means he's probably a better fit for Jim Knowles than he may have been for the previous regime. And then two years in the mix, um, have helped, but he's been tremendous. Um, he's always been a flash type player. You know, he'd always have one or two big hits in the game, but then he'd also, he does tend to put his head down a little bit when he goes right on contact. So he, that used to cause him to miss tackles a lot. So Travion is just a matter of, it really does seem to be a matter of uh, health because his wiggle is what is back a little bit or has been more apparent in the last two games. And I've said this ad nauseum. I was critical of him because he was more ran like a trap guy to me. And if you get a straight line for him, no one's going to catch him, but he didn't really have the ability to, he didn't make a lot of guys miss um, great backs. You should usually, usually be able to leave one player unblocked and they can handle him themselves. He's been much more elusive. And then on the, what was it? The, uh, just really a dump pass over the middle to that the ref almost broke up. You see that speed when you run for the sideline, everyone kind of assumes you're going to use that angle to straight it out and get to the sideline. He was so fast that he beat the angle of the play and was able to turn up and make another, what, 40 to 50 yards on that. You could watch a lot of college football. uh, And I I do. uh, And you won't see a play that athletic, and just a pure display of speed. That might have been the best one I saw all weekend. Um, he's a, when you say Jimmy's and Joe's, that Trey's one of those dudes. No doubt about it. Um, all right, Buckeyes favored by 28 and a half over Michigan State. This is not a good Michigan State team. That's a lot of points. But um, now Michigan State's coming off a win. I think, if anything, that kind of helps Ohio State. because Maybe Michigan State's like, finally got their, their one win for their interim head coach. They got their one win in the Big Ten takes a little bit of pressure off them. They, they're they just waiting for their season to end, in my opinion. I, I am well aware that Michigan State has come to Ohio Stadium and ruined seasons. Trust me. I know there. about it. There was one in the 70s before my time that happened. I believe it was 72 or something like that. There was 98, which we'll never forget, Plaxico Burris and those guys, or 2015. I know all that. But this is not those Michigan State teams. You know, Nick Saban's not walking through that door. Plaxico Burris is not walking through that door. Buckeyes are going to roll this Michigan State team. It wasn't even this Tyler O'Connor. And uh, who's the receiver from Columbus? B.J. Cunningham, was that his name? Sounds right, yeah. 
Good Lord. I was at that game. Here's what I remember about 2015. If there is a level of weather where rain cannot become snow yet come down in droves, it was that day. It was not just the worst experience to be a part of. It was the worst weather I've ever sat through. So double whammy with Mr. Bucknuts. We'll never forget that. Um, (laughs) Here's what's interesting to me about the Michigan State game. It is a night game. Michigan State is not your typical team built for to go on the road for the night game. And the Michigan-Penn State game will be at noon that day. So you're going to hit the field at 7.30 at night knowing full well what happened in that game. And, you know, you can take that and run with it any way you want. I've tried to speak into existence a blowout win for Ohio State, which basically means I've realized Two or three more first half drives and end in touchdowns. That's all it really means. Go back. That's what it means. Those first two or three drives, you can't screw up. You got to have that shit stuff, excuse me, scripted out um, so that it works. But if they do that, if they get a couple of those, you know, kickoff, you know, three and out, touchdown, three and out, that's what we need. And then everyone will be flowing. I do have a. I do think Michigan State coming for a night game on the heels of that drama during the day, they could be being, you know, rendered up for the slaughter here. If we're ever going to have a game where we blow someone out and stay, I mean, I predicted 40 to 16 this past weekend. It was 35 to 16, but it did not look like the 40 to 16 I had hoped for. Um, They have it in them. You can see it. You can feel it. It just feels like they're one play away. And I'm sure we'll talk about, you know, Kyle McCord at some point where, I said this last week. I know what a bad quarterback looks like. I've rooted for some bad teams. When he throws the ball, it looks the way I want it to look. I don't know if he's just making bad decisions. I'm starting to wonder now if he's not seeing things great because I could put, I mean, he does like the the passes we take for granted, like the quick out to uh, Marvin and the goal line stuff. Those passes were thrown NFL level perfect. But then he does some other plays where it's like an alien inhabits his body for a while. Um, I know, so man. watch that and then have to watch Dak Prescott. That's really probably not nice to me personally, but I digress, Dave. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to watch Joe Burrow last night. Oh yeah. man, so much fun it's watching a- healthy, healthy Joe Burrow. Yeah, with with Kyle, yeah. I mean, it's just it's not like it's like bad, bad, bad. There's a lot of good. You know, and I, I do wonder if Julian Fleming didn't have that drop. I mean, Kyle was, what, 11 of 11 at the time? If he goes 12 to 12 and then get that first down, they go up 14 to nothing maybe. Maybe it's completely different. It's like that drop, as we all know, football is such a sport of momentum. Listen, Little something like that can change the entire game. And But that being said, Kyle needs to play better if they're going to reach their goals. They're going to beat Michigan. If they're going to win in the playoffs – eventually win the national championship. McCord needs to play better. He needs to play more consistently. But you're right. I mean, like you see sometimes you're like, damn, that was NFL. Then you see, damn, that was JV high school. (laughs) It's just, it's, you know, the highs are high, the lows are low. But that leads me to believe it's mental, not physical. Like there have been guys who, I don't know why this is my example, but you know know who Blaine Gabbard is? I got told Blaine Gabbard, he's got a strong arm. I watched three plays of Blaine Gabbard. I'm like, this guy's terrible. Okay, you can't do that with McCord. He looks fine half the time. And then the other times I don't which leads me, like I said, it leads me to believe it's mental and it's not physical. It has to do with what he's seeing. He may be getting confused by coverages. Look, Shiano knows how to draw up some coverages now. Okay, 
this is what the guy does. I want to comment on what you said about uh, drops. I was thinking about this. I think it's the most underrated negative play in football is the obvious drop. Um, if like I was thinking, about, if I was grading teams, I think I would give the person a half a turnover for the obvious drop because the impact is the same. Um, when Ryan Day lays the script out, they're supposed to catch the wide open 15 yard dig and it sets up something else. When you don't catch that, you're behind the chains. Then you're playing catch up the whole drive. You can't do that. This is not a place where you can drop passes. Sorry, it's Ohio State. You're trying to win the national championship. You can't drop obvious passes. If they're contested and the other guy makes a great play or, you know, the touch, like, for example, you use the golden rule here, invert it. The touchdown uh, Rutgers scored on the uh, reception. That was an incredible catch, okay? Igbenosa had his hands all over it. The guy made a tremendous play. Okay, you can't drop obvious passes. It kills your team. It kills the momentum. Um, like I said, and it, there was another one in the game by G. Scott, who you know had a great catch, but also that one drop killed that drive. Right. So you can't do that. If you want to know how you lose to better teams, make obvious mistakes. All right. I want to talk about before we uh, talk about our next sponsor. We got a lot more to get into. We're going to talk Michigan, Penn State. We're going to talk about the legal stuff at Michigan. Um, the, the idea that they need due process like this is a court of law. But before we do that, CJ Stroud. Wow. My gosh, Dan. Going into yesterday, I was like, man, CJ's having a really good rookie year. Nine touchdowns, one interception. He's he's definitely going to be like a big time NFL quarterback one day. Uh, one day was yesterday. I mean, he's there now. I mean, he set an all time rookie record for passing yards. Well over four hundred passing yards. Five touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, I think the tight, I think the Texans over under for wins was like three and a half for this year. They're already over that. CJ Stroud is that dude. I'm loving it. It was actually better than that. Um, I was wa- I was watching that game and he led them on a I don't have the scores exactly correct, but he led them on what I thought was a game-winning touchdown drive, and everyone was celebrating, and then the opposition came back and scored again late, and you're like, oh, it was a great game. I think there was less than a minute left, and I stopped watching. I went and watched something else because I was rotating around, and then I got in my group text um, from, a, from a fine Ohioan, CJ blanking, blanking, blanking Stroud, and I said, <laughs> oh, my gosh. No way they actually came back and won that game, and I went and checked, and they did. Um it doesn't make me want – so I went back and looked at his stats versus uh, Michigan because, by the way, the one team to ever beat C.J. Stroud twice, I think in his life, I'd have to look that up, is Michigan. Um, that's that's ironic. Mm-hmm. I went and looked Number at his one. numbers. His numbers were actually pretty good in those games. He did throw a couple interceptions, but it wasn't good enough for, to make the joke any better that I was going with. But, um, yeah, he's been tremendous. And I think it puts to puts to bed, finally, nail in the coffin, it's over. You can no longer talk about Ohio State quarterbacks in the pros. Um, they've sent a ton of them to the Heisman ceremony. Now they've got a guy who, by the way, right now, would he start in the Pro Bowl? He's Pro Bowl for sure. Go look at the numbers. He's in the Pro Bowl. Um, now he's going to go to the Pro Bowl because no one actually goes. And if you're a top six quarterback, he'll get in as an alternate. CJ is right. going to Hawaii barring injury. But uh, like I said, it's tremendous that he could put together that kind of uh, run. And, you know, with him and Burrow playing as well as they are, and I'm sorry if I do still take some pride in Joe Burrow, 
Very impressive. For that. Won't hurt recruiting, that's for sure. My, I want to go to a Bengals game, but have a Joe Burrow uh, Ohio State jersey on. I'm not a jersey guy. I don't wear. I'm not a, a wear another man's jersey guy. But I think that'd be funny. A number ten Joe Burrow Ohio State jersey. All right, Dan Rubin, tell the good people about Nuts.com. So it's not Manscaped, though it sounds similar. It's Nuts.com, and you actually eat these. Um, I've got to say, believe it or not, I am allergic to nuts, and. When they uh, this company offered to get involved with us, I asked if that was going to be an issue for them, and they said absolutely not. They sent Dave and I a list of stuff to choose from. It is a cavalcade of stuff. We got sent some incredible stuff, but I'm telling you, for you people who uh, who don't have who have a nut allergy like myself, dried mangoes, which were incredible, chocolate covered gummy bears. Okay, that. That these people are trying to get me into rehab of some sort. I'd never tasted anything like that, and it was like a religious experience. So, um, I've been told to slow down too much coffee today, I guess. Just fired up, but um, it's your one stop shop for freshly roasted nuts, dried fruit, sweets, pantry staples like specialty flowers, and more. Their wide selection means there's something for everyone. My kids got the bourbon, uh, peca- bourbon pecans, sweet and spicy pecans, pecan brittle. Butter toffee, pecans, and I will tell you this, and I read that they, they these people make their stuff and pack it that day. You know when you get dried fruit and it's all angular and it looks like it's going to be crunchy and stuff and you're going to cut your mouth? Soft as butter, man. Stuff was amazingly good. I'm not a health food guy at all, but right now, this is important. Nuts.com is offering new customers a free gift with purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more at nuts.com backslash bucknuts. So go check out all the delicious delicious options at nuts.com backslash bucknuts. You'll receive a free gift and free shipping when you spend $29 or more. That's nuts.com backslash bucknuts. Listen, we should be competitive for nuts.com at bucknuts. That kind of goes without saying. Steve, you're here's this guy. This guy knows exactly. You should. I'm gonna have to go into re it. If you have, I know it sounds crazy, but it's it'll make your brain do something that's not done before. I'll tell you that. For sure. I saw that. I was like chocolate covered because the package I got, I mean, we had the chocolate covered gummy bears. Um, the pecans were great. The half popped popcorn, half popped popcorn was fantastic. Oh, we didn't the, get the, that. The chocolate covered gummy bears. One of my daughters, my daughters love it. My wife, they're loving nuts.com, all the stuff we were sent. And they said chocolate gummy bears. I'm like, I like chocolate. I like gummy bears. There's no way I'm going to like those two things together. No, they're, they're really good. Surprisingly, fantastic chocolate covered gummy bears. All right. Michigan, Penn State, hmm. high noon at Beaver Stadium. Michigan's favored by a touchdown, but Dan, they Michigan's quality win right now is against Rutgers, if you count that, um, at the Big House. They haven't played anybody with a pulse. They have to go to Penn State. Yeah, it's not a night game, but I don't care. At noon, these Penn State fans are going to be up for it. I don't know. All Ohio State fans know that. Even though it's not at night, I don't care. Um, especially with everything that's gone on at Michigan, how pissed off everybody is at Michigan. These fans are going to be going crazy. I think Penn State has a legit chance of winning this game. Um, If I was a betting man, you get the money line. So Michigan's favored by a touchdown. I wouldn't touch the point spread. I would pick Penn State on the money line. You're getting plus 210 on the money line. I think Penn State's got about a 40% chance of winning this game, and I like the, the odds there at plus 210. Man, this is a tough one to think about. I do like the fact that Drew Aller helped uh, further cement Maryland's demise this past weekend. He looked really good. Now, it was Maryland, and uh, we know Maryland, not exactly a uh, 
defensive juggernaut. But um, it is interesting to me that when we say Michigan hasn't played anybody, they mean they really haven't played anybody. There's people who are really good at these these goofy stats who will tell you that it's like the worst strength of schedule ever for a team ranked this high at this point in time, yada, yada. Um, they've been impressive. You can't, you can't argue with the results, but I don't know. Have they really been punched in the face? Mm-mm. Have they really actually like been in pain? You know what I mean? Have they really actually run a route and have the guy covering them be maybe as fast or faster at times? So I, I don't know. I mean, Michigan's been the more impressive team statistically. And, um, you know, Penn State's defense is legit. Uh, we, I realize everyone is, is a little bummed out the offensive output we had against them, but they're, I mean, they have pros. This is not a, a plucky group of overachievers going to play, you know, ho- ho- hosting Michigan. And, and they've got real players. So, boy, this is a referendum on James Franklin, though. I mean, if you don't have your team competitive in this game, I could see how they, they would want to you know bail on them. But I don't know, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, I think a lot's going to happen between now and then that could affect the overall tenor of the game. So if we're picking right now, I don't know. I kind of think I'd have to, I have to see Penn State make some more plays offensively. Um I could see that coming down to a field goal. I, I don't. I have no idea who's going to win that game. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea. And especially because I think so much is going to go on in the next week that it's just going to be, it's going to be the fulcrum of the sports universe. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be intense. That's for sure. I'm excited for that game, man. I, dare I, I say I'm more excited for the Penn state Michigan game than I am for Ohio state, Michigan state. Uh, I don't know if Spectacle I'm going to perspective for sure. I, I'm glad they're spaced out. I'm glad we got noon for the Michigan-Penn State game, a little break, and then Buckeyes play the night game. Usually I like the Buckeyes playing at noon. I'm glad they're not playing at noon this week because I'd be distracted. I want to watch that Michigan-Penn State game. I think Penn State's got a good chance of winning that game. We'll see what happens. Um, I want to get into um, the off-field stuff. with. I guess it's really on-field stuff with Michigan. It's not really just off-field stuff with Connor Stallions. And you'll hear a lot of Michigan writers and fans talk about due process. Oh, you got to let mm-hmm. due process play out. It's like, guys, this is not – a, it's not a court of law. Let me read you the definition of due process. Due process means a citizen who will be affected by a government decision must be given advance notice of what the government plans to do and how the government's action may deprive them of life, liberty, or property. Guess what, my friends? Due process does not apply here. Okay. When Michigan State's players were suspended last year for the thing in the tunnel at Michigan, they didn't have due process. They had the video evidence, and those guys were suspended before the investigation was over, okay? So there's a precedent here where you can have suspensions before the investigation is over. Will Tony Petiti do that? I don't know. I think he should. I think something's going to happen from Tony Petiti, but I think it'll be relatively minor, Dan. That's my my prediction, but I do think that hammer is coming down big time on Michigan in the offseason. I don't think anything big is going to happen during this season. What are your thoughts? The due process thing just cracks me up because what are the chances – the people using that term could give you a definition like that or literally get even close. Um, Not very good. Uh, To me, when they say due process, what they mean is let's follow a process that allows us to play out the season and possibly win the national championship and then punish punish us afterwards. Um, There aren't legal experts covering this. Okay. And then 
what they say is if anything else comes out, it's a, what, what do you mean that he had like a bet? I, I, what else would have to come out? I mean, uh, the only thing that could be worse, I guess, is if that stallions bet on these games after having uh, information like that. And then that could be worse, but I don't understand what, what else would need to come out in terms of, like you said, and, and if we want to get into the term of precedent and I'm no lawyer, but precedent meaning things that happened before, and you're going to base your decisions on that. The uh, the tattoo gate wasn't due process. Like you mentioned, the Michigan State thing had no due process. They basically saw, what process do you need? If, if selling the gold plants was illegal, they saw it, and they punished them. If assaulting people is illegal, they saw it, and they punished them. Just for one minute, allow yourself to think about an Ohio State staff member now, I realize dude may have gone rogue theoretically, and I put that in like multiple air quotes with asterisks in a bubble with a hyperlink. Uh, just imagine an Ohio State staffer dressed up in other clothing on someone else's sideline during the season. I, I don't even know what would happen. I think our site would literally just spontaneously combust. So it's just, it's just, it's just silly. They got busted. And the idea they're talking about like things, we've talked about this. Equivocation or deflection is a sure sign of guilt, okay? This is turned into, and I'm, I'm not going to, this has become like the politics thing we have now where just pick your channel. You know what someone's going to say ahead of time. That's not, that's not realistic. So I don't know, man. The idea that that they're, Santa Ono, the president, is like uh, threatening them and stuff. And the legal, I don't know. I don't know how this, the other point, Dave, I want to quickly make this one that's come to me is that, oh, they don't want to take Michigan out because of the financial opportunities um, for the conference and the television money and stuff like that. That's true. Michigan's a huge brand. But if you have Michigan playing in the playoff and playing, you know, all the, all the national media is going to talk about is the scandal. So from a PR perspective, that hurts. And I don't know the answer to this, but let's say there are five undefeated teams at the end of the year. Michigan's one of the four teams that goes, and then it's found out through due process that they did a lot of other stuff. Is there going to be a lawsuit from the fifth team suing the Big Ten and everyone else for not letting them in the playoff when they did? I don't know the answer to that. When you talk about money, can you imagine if that fifth team is like, uh, I don't know, Oregon? Actually, they, they've lost. But another undefeated team, Florida State. I don't you don't you think they have legal rem- those other schools have legal teams? I'm told they're not without lawyers. I know Michigan talked about. So this is just a quagmire of uh, legal wranglings and stuff. And by the way, these decisions are made in ivory towers by lawyers who make way, way, way more than you expect. So the idea that uh, blog guys and stuff are coming up with inside information, I'm not seeing that. It's, I tell you what, man, I put this on Twitter, X. um, I'm not even joking. Somebody's asked me, how how are they all like in denial about this? I'm like, I don't know how to explain it other than it's cult-like behavior. It seriously is cult-like behavior. If you go on Michigan message boards, they're all saying the same thing. There's not even one person that's like, you know what, guys, there's a mountain of evidence here. 
you know, check yourself. It's all like, no, 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 no. Deny, deny, due process. We didn't do anything wrong. Everybody's just crying. It's like, wow. Talk, there's denial. And then there's like the highest level of denial. They're in the highest level of denial. Dave, I, I played it for you. I don't know what the, the uh, copyright ramifications are doing it. So I'm not going to play the little clip here, but <laughs> Mike Valenti's show, um, it's literally spun gold on this. Far be yeah. it for me to pump another man's show, but God, is that guy hilarious. Yes. Yes. He has a quote on this that to me summed up the entire thing. Um, and he's like, look, what Urban did to you and what D'Antonio did to you drove you insane and sent you to a level where you were willing to do whatever it took. And, and Trestle. got caught. Trestle you got, got those Trestle in there too. Yep. You, you were broken mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and got, he also brings up some great points. Like what if they found out? Because believe me, Michigan people looked at Michigan State when D'Antonio started whipping them. The way we've looked at Michigan the last few years, like, what the heck happened? What changed? If you found out at Michigan that it turns out D'Antonio had your playbook and that's how he beat you, you don't think Michigan people would respond poorly to that? Come on, man. Great stuff out of Dan Rubin. Thank you very much, Dan. Thanks to all of you for your comments and questions. Thanks to everybody who is listening to the podcast version. And thanks to our live audience. Appreciate you guys very much. Again, great stuff from Dan. Thanks to all of you. Hope everyone has a great rest of your day.